Podcasting straight from North Carolina is Dr. Jennifer Eichner-Lowry sharing her author journey with you. Jen Lowry writes is a place where amazing things happen for authors and readers together. The Holy Spirit is the ultimate podcast host. Jen is just the bird singing the song. She is a published author, educator, homeschool mama, life coach, and dreamer. Join her on the daily journey of discovering what this writing life is all about. Let's see what she will be led by the Holy Spirit to talk about today. Here's Jen. Thanks for supporting my Jen Lowry Writes podcast. My purpose is to inspire and encourage others to chase after their writing goals with faith and courage. By hitting the support this podcast button and with your monthly contribution of 99 cents, $4.99 or $9.99, you are helping me chase after mine. Welcome to my official author podcast. My name is Dr. Jennifer Lowry, and today I'm so excited to talk with you guys about Ghoul School. Oh, it's coming out on March 1st, and I cannot tell you how over-the-top, just ecstatic I am about this book um, and the potential that this book has. Um, it's flying off the paperback digital shelf. Right now, people are going online and they're purchasing the book, and I haven't really done a lot of promotion about it, and that's the thing. Maybe the cover, like people say, covers, you know, really can draw people in. Maybe it's the price, you know, that's a smaller paperback book. It's 80 pages, and so I lowered that price from my typical $13.99 books to $7.99. Maybe it's that. Maybe it's the concept. Maybe it's the title. Um, The age appeal. Who knows what's going on with Ghoul School. Um, There's so many factors that can go into this. But guys, I really have not started pushing out the information about Ghoul School yet other than just you guys on the podcast and you guys are like my family so you have to deal with me on the daily listening to (laughs) the ins and outs um I can't wait to tell you about Brinkley the Cloud okay that was another podcast waiting to happen about a new children's book um that I could see being the series but there's something about writing for that genre that target population horror one yes me all the way but making it like spooky scary for littles now guys my nephew really helped inspire this and if you want to hear more about that um and about my nephews um i have both of my nephews are in the book um but if you want to hear about all of the ins and outs of Ghoul School. I do have it on my Jen Lowry author page. I have the Facebook event set up. I have it for 7 o'clock on Sunday. And the reason why I did it a little earlier is because a littles can come to this one because it's all about Ghoul School. But you guys, as my author friends, if you want to step in and just celebrate with me, um, I'm going to be doing that just live on my main page not on the event page or anything like that it's just going to be live on my main page 
I have found that that's just easier for me to be able to handle and hit click record and just start recording on the time that I said I was going to show up. Um, there was one event that I held on Offbeat and I hit record and it was not working. I received an error message every time. And so I actually had to go on Zoom, do a standard recording, then go back in and play that recording. Um, so let's hope that my live functionality, ability, my whatever, that my live's working. Um, so I forgot to make my coffee last night. So uh, this is gonna be an interesting day. I've had two days of coffee and then last night I finished up reading Jane Against the World and I stayed up until 12 o'clock last night, which is not good for me um, in this teacher world that I live in. Um, Y'all, there are some teachers that I know that are asleep by 7 or 7.30, 8 o'clock. Um, the majority of my teacher friends have a bedtime like at 8 o'clock and these are um, adults with families. Um, you know, I'm still homeschooling close to 10 o'clock so like there's no way it's like 10 30 and i'm finished there's no way i could even imagine going to sleep at 7 30 8 o'clock in the day and then i just needed to finish up the book um i had like five pages left and i had to go to bed i was gonna bring it to work today and finish it on my lunch break but then i remembered today is wednesday and i don't have a lunch on tuesday wednesday and thursday I give my lunch away to tutor students and so I'm like okay great like um, I just have five pages left when I get home I'll finish reading it because um, I need to see how you know that's all tied up it's almost right there at the end but I was just so falling asleep um, but anyway so ghoul school is about to come out and I have my checklist I'm gonna talk to my WWJs more about it on a video um, one of my WWJ members from patreon asked me to do one of our exclusive videos about my step-by-step -step, like marketing strategy like what is my campaign now guys when you consider marketing strategies you're talking about paying for ads like when I think of marketing the term that coincides with that for me and my brain is things that I pay for in order to advance the book. My thing is, is that I do none of that. I do not have a marketing strategy. And I, so I walk into my books knowing full well that yes, I could do the, the ads and I could do X, Y, and Z, but I don't. I just old fashioned promote my books. Um, because, um, as you know, budget does not allow such things as marketing and ads and uh, marketing ads and all of that. So it is what it is. I do the best with what I've got. And that's what I love to be on the podcast and talk with you guys because, you know, this life can be done, you know, you can still live this life, this author world. Um, and the momentum is going to come. Like, for example, goal school now is actually to the point pre-orders this is one my biggest pre-order sales ever in a book um, I sold more copies yesterday so when you go to Barnes and Noble and you look it goes you know books that are under because um, they doing the nook version um, you know books that are under five dollars that are new releases and I'm right there 
on the first couple of pages, Barnes and Noble sent the flyer and my name was right there. And I was like, Barnes and Noble is doing a great job for me. Um, they're helping me get that, um, that book out. So that was really cool, but I haven't sold the digital copies yet. I've only sold the paperback copies. Um, which, you know, that's just typical for me anyway. I do sell a lot more paperbacks, but I think that's the general um, rule of what's going on right now in the author world of those who have a variety of books to sell in different uh, formats. But I'm good with that. That means that little will get this book in their hands. Families will have this book in their hands. So, so super excited about the work of Goal School. Yesterday, I made a list again of Goal School, and I was just looking at all of the different months because of the way that I started Goal School for August, going back to school. Then I needed the September-October release dates to coincide. I need the events that happen in the book to coincide with what's going on with, with them logically in that stream. So I did make a time frame, a timeline for the books. Um, that was very helpful for me. Um, and it let me know, of course, I'm doing the Harvest Dance. That one is next. And then after that, there has to be the Carnival. Um, the Carnival is coming next. And I'm going to do the Carnival based on always doing a Carnival in my classes. I did a, a Carnival this year at the high school with a special needs class. Um, taking my kids not to Carnivals. But um, taking my kids to haunted houses at Bar uh, Bush Gardens. Um, we used to have season passes for Bush Gardens when we used to take a bunch of Virginia trips. So definitely um, going to bring back all of that fun time because Ghoul School would have been a lovely book that I could have read to Solomon while we had our homeschool adventures in the fall of the year in Virginia. So I'm thinking of... Um, those are going to be my next two books and then after that it's you know the pirates vacation you know i've got a, i've got them all lined up to where i have a, a set of seven but right now um i was just really doing a timeline so that's about as much as my plotting self can do right now <laughs> because you guys know i'm a pantser but I did at least get the titles reworked and, and just kind of looking at the titles. I've, I've been like just writing them down and just looking at them as a whole because that's important when you do a series is, you know, making sure your titles kind of have that same feel to them. So it's, you know, Ghoul School, The Case of the Missing Coffin. And so how would the next one be, you know, The Harvest Dance Disaster. The Harvest Day Dance Disaster. Like, how do you want it to sound? The Case of the Missing Coffin. The Harvest Day di Dance Disaster. Like, do you want it too long? Do you want it... How do you want it to be? Like, so that's some things, you know, I'm patterning out for the children's series. I want it to be um, really close just to the way it's presented in title format. So if kids are rattling it off, um, they may start to see, you know, how I'm trying to pattern these things. Or at least it just sounds fun to say. Um, so like the first the first book, if it has the word missing in it, the second book has to have disaster in it. So there's got to be some kind of negative word in each one. Like the pumpkin patch peril. Like, you know, I'm looking at things like that where um, there has to be some kind of mystery type thing going on with my characters that's causing them to have to go and investigate. So this is 
um, kind of like the Cam Jansen of the of the little horror world, is Ghoul School. And, you know, I'm building it on that. You know, instead of the Hardy Boys, um, it's Vlad Valcone. And it's, and it's the younger version of the Hardy Boys. I mean, it's not as that, um, you know, fourth, fifth grade, sixth grade as Hardy Boys, really. Solomon was still reading that in fifth and sixth grade. But, but you know, it's kind of just that step between before a kid would get into R.L. Stein. So I'm trying to make it, you know, as sweet as I can and adorable as I can with friendships and themes, um, things like bullying, because that is so prevalent in today's schools. And this gives an opportunity for a way for people to say, we're playing off of weaknesses. Well, I'm bullied. Well, then why do you bully? You know, it's just very in dialogue. It's like really cut and dry. Like, you know, it's not nice. What you're doing is evil. <laughs> um, and so it'll be what it'll be. We'll see. And it has been kid tested, which is cool because I didn't want to scare kids either. Like I didn't want them to say, "Oh, this is too much," because they said, "Oh no, this is for this is for my fourth grade class." So that's really cool that I had fourth graders reading the book just to give it a stamp of approval. Um, and so here we go. Goal School is coming out March first, and now I'm planning, you know, everything around that. Um, that I'm going to share out with my WWJs, but in the meantime, this afternoon, I've got a cool, cool, cool interview, Karen Blumenthal, Pulitzer Prize winner, best-selling author, um, she's won multiple awards, this lady is rocking it out there, um, you know, not only at the Wall Street Journal, but she's out there, um, putting out non-fiction works for young adults and I'm talking about quality non-fiction for YA um, top-notch guys uh, journalistic overviews of interesting topics or much-needed topics in today's society so that people can understand um, the historical implications and the and the societal changes that occur and, and what that does to policy and she's doing it in a way that is fair-sided. She's showing both sides of the story. Um, she did it with the Steve Jobs book, and she also did it with Jane Against the World. And so I'm going to talk with her, um, and I'm sure that that's her training. Um, but I'm going to talk with her about why books like hers are needed um, with parents and children today or with colleges today. Like, I could really see Jane Against the World in the college setting. Um, for like an intro course to um, political science. Um, this would make a really great read for independent readers. Um, and so th that are interested in these topics and advocacy and um, all of that and activism and um, how do things progress and change um, over time. And who are the voices behind that change and, and what happens, you know, as a catalyst for that change. So, I'm really excited to talk more with her, just in general about her author journey, too. So, you guys will get to know the inside and out of Karen Blumenthal, hopefully. Um, so, catch that this evening. 
you know me. Nah, we don't edit anything over here to Jen Lowry Rides. You guys get me right on the road. There ain't no way I have time. So when I do interviews, um, the last interview I had, he was like, well, how long is it going to take you to edit? And I started laughing, like literally, literally laughing. I was like, what do you mean edit? <laughs> I don't edit. Uh-huh. What do you mean? It's like, don't you edit? Don't you cut? Don't you do? I'm like, um, no. Um, we're recording. I'm hitting play. And then at the end, I'm hitting submit. Um, you guys get the real thing. You get the unedited raw version of interviews. That's the way I would want it. And I got a homeschool today. It's the middle of the week. So as soon as the interviews are over, I just go boop, 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 upload, put it up there. And that's life to share stories. This platform is about sharing stories. It's not about me um, having all of this extra time to edit videos. And even if I, and even if I had the time, um, that would just be one other thing Jennifer would have to learn on her list of to-dos is uh, how to edit videos. So the best thing for me to do is just always just give you guys the uncut, just a original like you're there with me what you see is what you get and that's why I love you guys so much because y'all take me as I come and uh and I appreciate those so much it's so rare in today's world to be able to just be yourself and be accepted for that like there's no put-ons there's no plays and performances and scripts it's just share stories let's talk about writing let's tell you what is going on so that's what's happening with Karen Blumenthal today. Um, so as soon as we finish that interview, I'm definitely going to be uploading all of that. And just know that, um, you know, I'm excited to be able to do this kind of work. So it doesn't intimidate me or make me feel terrible when someone criticizes that I don't edit and says, well, you know that's a little odd and, and how many days are you going to take in order to release this and I'm like there is no days there's no plan so every question kept kind of pointing to the opposite um and the tone was there and I was like um no it's coming out tonight like I'm actually gonna have it live soon it's gonna be on YouTube and it's gonna be on the podcast <laughs> um so that's just the hey that's, that's the way we go um, so guys, if you've got some questions that are coming up in your author world and you would love for me to talk about them, whether it's a video I could make on YouTube or whether it's on the podcast and I could do an episode about them, I'm going to have some research time coming up. So I'm going to have like three days of research time and I have blocked it off as research time. So while I am researching about Brinkley the Cloud... In, the, in these three days, that will give an opportunity if you have something that you would love to learn more about, but you don't have time to research it, send me an email and, and I'll look some things up for you and we can just have a, a basic conversation about it. Um, I can maybe give you some tips and help you get on your way of whatever it is that's popping up in your mind. So before I get off, I just want to tell you guys that I was not expecting to wake up yesterday and meet Brinkley. And so Brinkley is a cloud that showed up on the scene yesterday. And he's on the brink of always discovering something new. 
and that's why his name is Brinkley. And I've got it in my head that Brinkley has got to have not only the science, of course, because he's the cloud, there has to be the nonfiction element at the end, so that means I'm doing some research about clouds. I know the basic general knowledge about clouds, but how would a first and second grade teacher with the state standards um, teach clouds with a picture book? So I'm really going to investigate our um, North Carolina state standards. That's really important to me. And then after I do that, then I'm going to shape some nonfiction um, pieces into Brinkley's um, fictional work to make it more authentic to text if it needs to be. Um, it could just be back matter of the book. So I'm going to just see what happens. I've already written the book. I already know each page. I've already sectioned each page off and I've actually made captions with hand-drawn images of how I would want the images to be on the pages. So I've already kind of done a lot of that pre-work of just how I visually see it in my head as I go page to page and how spreads look. And I think that that has come from me watching how illustrators do their work to illustrate manuscripts. So I'm modeling what I had been researching and it just naturally occurred yesterday. So that's really cool how that has progressed in my mind. Um, where I started out with zero knowledge and I just spent, you know, a few days researching and learning and, and just reading and following artists and watching what they do on YouTube. And um, it gave me these next step ideas to make it more concrete for me. So. But I also want to deal with the social studies um, because literacy is across disciplines and I want to find ways to incorporate both science and social studies into the reading. Um, so I'm going to then be moving to social studies concepts for first and second grade because I used to teach elementary school. But it has been quite a while. If I look back, um, my last year of teaching elementary was 1999. Yes, I am dating myself. I have been teaching a very, very long time. Um, no, 1999. Let me think. Was it 1999? Wow. That's when I started it in 2003. Let me go back. It was like 2003. 2002 I was in the elementary world um, but I popped back in 2007 and 6 2006 and 7 so it's been quite a while um, since I have I'm K-12 certified and I'm always abreast of the literary knowledge of um, literacy of, of across the lifespan however um, now that I've been in the high school setting that's where a lot of my beta readers will, will push back a little bit and say, okay, high school teacher, you've got it um, a thousand words. You need to make it 500. That was my last picture book uh, you'll see for the students with special needs in my class. And then the next um, the thing that I typically hear is that my vocabulary is too advanced for the age target population for read-alouds. And so I have to tone it down uh, and learn how to kind of pull myself back 
because we're reading Fahrenheit in ninth grade, and so I'm, I'm looking at the language of Ray Bradbury, and maybe it's um, trickling down just, you know, intrinsically, like I'm not really trying to do such a thing, but because I'm in the YA world on the day-to-day, um, I just have to remind myself, wait, I'm writing for first and second graders in this picture book. So this is an easy read picture book, more illustrations um, to tell the picture, to tell the words. Um, so I'm really excited about uh, what's going to happen with Brinkley. I'm on the brink of discovering it, y'all. I'm just telling y'all. Um, and I think for my WWJs, I'm going to share with them a process of agents and publishers and things like that and I will use Brinkley as a model to be able to show them how to query how to go out and you know try your best at um, landing that agent and um, I think I might do that with Brinkley and I talk with people all the time about you know the self-published versus traditionally published works I am tickled beyond belief that I'm a hybrid author. I can't tell you guys enough how much I have learned through this process because I'm a hybrid. And it has really sharpened me, not only as a writer because of such editing that goes on with traditional publishing houses, and I, but it's just really sharpened me as a businesswoman. Um, and I'm so extremely, you know, excited about 2020 because of what that could mean for Sweet Potato Jones. The potential is so great for her. Um, I'm so glad she's going to have a place to live and breathe out there in the world. But then, you know, when my children's books with my picture books, that's another place where I would love to be able to give them away. I would love to be able to give them to um a publisher illustrator team to be able to help you know carry this work out and then have some of my picture books out there in the world i'm very satisfied with my tr my self-published life as well the ghoul school series that's my series um i knew that when i was publishing that book that i was not looking for agenting you know no agents no representation in that way you know, you make your decisions per book. I wanted to promote that book and be mine. The Ghoul School series is mine. And I look at the YA books and the adult books that I have put out. Offbeat has now surpassed every sale of every book that I have written since July of last year. And so Offbeat is my star. Isn't it funny that Mary Oxendine, my star in the book, has become the star of all her brothers and sisters out um, in the publishing world. And so I will say that, you know, I love all of my books. I'm very proud to stand behind each and every one of them. And I'll be working this summer to do some sequels to the books that, um, have made the most impact in the industry. And that's what you look at. Um, just like a traditional publisher would, you know, you're not going to make a sequel to a book that's, you know, maybe, than last place. However, if the story comes, you know me too, I'm not going to deny that story from being told. And just because I have plans for books to be sequels, that's in my planning guide. Plans can change, and as we know. So, um, it's really based on sales, and it's based on concept and the right time, and the time allotted. What do I have going on, and what am I working on? 
So a lot of new developments have happened since last summer, um, which is a really, really exciting time for me. Um, not only am I learning to do illustrations, the author-illustrator um, life would be really cool if, and I say if, I could get a handle on this in a professional way. Um, sorry, guys. Um, I had got a call. but So when I would end up um, publishing a children's book with my illustrations in it, it's going to be pleasing to Sam. It's going to pass the Sam inspection. And my cover for Dear God, Please Take Care of Rambo has already passed the Sam inspection. Um, my bulldog has passed. So I'm learning how to now take my bulldog that I've already created for the cover and do the tracing technique and then just change his poses. So I'm learning, guys. I'm learning tracing, copying, posing. Um, and it's probably going to take me a while. And that's okay. Um, this stuff does not have to be done overnight. I know that if I look back at my schedule and I look back at how much time I spent on our snow day just playing and drawing characters, um, I realized, well, that that time, yes, it could have been spent in other ways, but I was having fun and I was learning the tools and I figured out how to do coloring techniques and, you know, I was... I was having a ball, and what is this life supposed to be about anyway? Um, having fun with it, going after things, and researching and learning. So, yes, I did take some time that I could have spent writing the second book of Ghoul School, or doing some promotion materials, and or reading Jane Against the World, or you know. But hey, it was what it was that day. That's what I felt like doing in my author life and my day off, and then spent time with my kids. Um, which I've already told you guys, I've backed away tremendously in order to do that. Um, that's something that we all have to do, time or two. We got to figure out the balance, and my senior um, is going to have time with his mama. And so that is on the forefront of my mind, I will be honest. Um, it's not my job, it's not my health, it's my senior. So um, I'm dealing with those mama emotional moments where my child who I am extremely close with my children and we have a wonderful relationship where we hang out together and we support each other and we just share this life together and I'm really gonna miss that senior miss that baby but very proud of that baby so I'm dealing with that and allocating for time and making sure that this is the you know this is the time when he needs to spend quality time with me and his brother and with his dad and his dad's family and so you know we're definitely making strides to make that happen so with that being said i am now here at work getting here super early well, one today i didn't have my coffee made but um that whole coffee percolating as i'm walking down and it's already ready awesome awesome idea mr coffee you know whoever you were that came up with that timer thank you so much so i hope that you guys have a wonderful day it is wednesday in my world if you're catching this in the middle of the week and i'm looking at all of the um rest of my teaching week and looking forward to the weekend with my wwjs getting up super early and coaching on the mornings and then spending some writing time um 
on my own just going through and i've got ghoul school coming so with ghoul school coming out that means that jen lowry author facebook page already has that event set up so go over there and say you're interested or that you are, would like to um, be reminded about the event. If you click that you're going, you could possibly get one of those events happening soon because life happens and we forget. I forget my own events sometimes, guys. That's how busy I am. <laughs> so um, I hope to see you guys at the live on Sunday night at 7 o'clock. And I will talk with you guys later. Bye. Now that you found me on the Jen Lowry Writes podcast, I challenge you to head over to where books are sold and find me there. I've published 11 books so far, and I write clean books for all ages. Horror, paranormal, sweet romance, fantasy, historical fiction, you name it, I've got your genre. Search Jen Lowry at Barnes & Noble, Amazon, Kobo, and more. And for my Bible devotionals, you'll see my full name, Dr. Jennifer Eichner Lowry on Amazon. So I challenge you today to go out there and write something inspiring and share it with the world. Thanks for joining me on Jen Lowry Writes. You guys have a blessed day.